Are you ready to scale your business in a way that's aligned with your soul and profitable? I'm Casey Rossi, a business and leadership coach. I've been a full-time entrepreneur for 30 years and love business. I help conscious leaders increase their impact and optimize their lives. Join me each week for tips and deep conversations on cultivating confidence, increasing your visibility, elevating your vibration, and leading with purpose without burning out. Let's go. Hello, beautiful. I'm excited about today's topic. It is all about seven steps to make fast and confident decisions. I know that this is going to help you on a daily basis, so let's jump into it. Now, making decisions is a part of life and business, but here's the thing. It is estimated that the average adult makes 35,000 conscious decisions every single day. Can you imagine And then what about the unconscious ones that happen so naturally all day that we aren't even conscious of them? Most of the time, those land in the small and insignificant category. But today, I really want to think about the bigger decisions, those conscious decisions that have an impact on your health, business, and relationships. Those often are the ones that slow you down. Now, we can get into the trap of a mind swirl. And we know that indecision increases our stress and slows down productivity. So here's the thing, finding a way to get confident decisions then to come to that point of just, yes, this is it, that's a game changer. Let's define what confident decision-making is. It is really the ability to make decisions in a way that reduces our anxiety while remaining accountable and staying authentic. This is how we really stay above the line. We really stay true to our core values and our deep why, and we take accountability for what we say yes to and what we say no to. Really key. Let's look at the root of the word decide. It is a combination of the Latin day, which means off, and sedare, which means cut. So literally, to decide is to cut off all other options. It sounds severe, doesn't it? However, think about how much simpler things could be if we snapped into aligned decisions, removing obstacles that get in the way, which would allow us to keep moving forward without second guessing. I don't know about you, but my hand is raised for that. And here's the other thing. We don't have an unlimited supply of discernment meaning our decision-making muscles get tired at one point. Now, Greg McCowan in Essentialism talks about making the decision once so you don't need to make it 1,000 times. I love that. And I'm curious about how many times have you stewed over a decision so much that you even got sick of hearing yourself speak, whether that was like in your head mentally or verbally hashing it out with somebody else. Now, maybe that was a decision about leaving or quitting something like a job, a relationship, a volunteer position. Maybe it was a decision to spend money on a new program, on a coach, on a new car. Typically, the bigger the investment, questions absolutely merit time and consideration, 
But what if you were able to run the query through a decision-making matrix and be confident with the choice that popped out? Wouldn't that be cool? That's what we're gonna be talking about today. So let's get into the seven steps to make fast and confident decisions. This is really a decision-making matrix that you can just plug into no matter what your question, no matter if it's business or personal, big or small. So step one is to get clear on the decision that needs to be made. Like crystal clear, no gray, one sentence, what's the question? And this is so important because many times we make things up, we create a large story around it, and I want you to just really be thinking in your head, what are the facts, ma'am? Just narrow it down, put it into one concise, simple sentence, and then let's move on to step two. Step two is all about what are the potential options, outcomes, risks, and rewards. Write that out, capture them. This really helps us kind of see the pros and the cons of things, the up and the down of making this decision. And I feel sometimes, if not most times, writing it out really helps get things out of our head and there's this magic that happens in the reflection process when we actually look down at those summary points. Now, step three is a reality check. In what way is the outcome in alignment with your core values and deep why. I think that this step is often overlooked, but when we are dialed into our deep why, all decisions are easier to make. This step helps to check in and to see if things line up in a way um, with our why. Like, why are we even doing this thing in the first place? When we're clear on that, when we're clear of our true intention, things become much easier. And I think that when you're in the soup of it, when you're feeling like you're, you know, kind of sinking in the quicksand, most times it's that you become disconnected to that why. Now, if you haven't caught the episode that I did on the incredible power of knowing your deep why, I'll make sure to drop that link in the show notes because that really becomes your GPS to decision-making to showing up in the world, to so many other things. So it's really, really important to have that piece dialed in. Now, step four is really asking yourself, how does choosing this course of action support or distract from my short and long-term goals? Now, in this day and age, we are constantly being bombarded with things that are trying to hijack our attention all day long from marketers, from social media, I mean, from the news, you name it, it is so easy to get distracted. However, if we allow our monkey minds to control the show, it's likely that we will end up far away from our intended destination. So in this step, you're really just matching up or making sure that the map overlays from our short and long-term goals matched up to this course of action of the decision. I hope that makes sense. Now in step five, when you think about the question and potential outcomes, this is when you're gonna do a little somatic check. You're gonna check in with your body. Do you feel excited and expanded? Or when you think about this decision, 
Do you feel a sense of obligation and do you find yourself constricting? Do you feel a heaviness in your chest? Do you feel your shoulders rounding in or you're slumping over? This somatic check is really important. And I think it's really important that we get used to checking in with our body and dropping down from our head. Now, it is just a fact that we are driven towards pleasure and we avoid pain. And having this mindset shift of what do I get to do versus what do I got to do? So it's just a one word change. It's changing it from a get to to a got to. Having that kind of delineation is so very important. Now, this isn't about being a rebel just for the heck of it. It is about getting clear about who you are and what you are pulled to do. This is your opportunity to tap into your heart wisdom and then act from there. Really important. Now, step six is listing any possible alternatives to the situation and tune into your gut instinct when considering the various solutions. I like this step not to get back into the soup of things and cause more mind swirls because that can easily happen if you're not careful. But I want this step in here to practice the growth mindset. Things are rarely black and white and there are unlimited possibilities. This step helps us to exercise our creativity and resourcefulness. Now the key word here is gut instinct because the brain cells in your belly will not lead you astray. And so I want you to get into the habit of tuning in and trusting your inner knowing. I think many times when we really get tuned into this step, you could just do this step. You could avoid all the other steps in the matrix and just zone in on getting into the habit of tuning in and trusting your inner knowing. All right, step seven, and this one's a biggie. This one is all about implementation. This is about committing to your answer and also describing your action steps. Because once you've run it through the matrix, there is nothing left to uncover. At this point, if you trust the process, you will have an answer that feels aligned and that you can firmly stand behind. So sealing it in and inking your action steps will allow you to move on with ease. So that's so, so very important. This helps you not slip back down that downward spiral, but just trust this matrix, matrix, trust the process, seal it in, and then move forward with action. I wanted to cover a little bit of some brain stuff that ties into our decision-making process. Just because I geek out on science. I love neuroscience. I love understanding that we have the power to change grooves, right? That's called neuroplasticity. So this also really dovetails into the growth mindset. It is not something where we're stuck. It's not something that is this framework that is in a box, but something that we have true potential to be the architect of our life and the designer of our business. So let's just kind of cover the highlights. First off, the amygdala. 
Our amygdala keeps us safe. This is the part of our brain that likes things to be known and predictable. So anything unknown keeps our nervous system on deck and ready to react. Now, Upward Spiral author Alex Korb says, when everything is up in the air, the amygdala becomes more reactive. So if you tend to worry, reduce your options and make quick decisions whenever possible. Because as soon as you make a decision, however small, everything starts to feel more manageable. And I resonate to this message so much because, and maybe you can even think of a personal example for yourself, when you decide, all of a sudden, there is this calm that comes in. There is this sense of, okay, great, that's done. Let's move on to something else. And it really does help everything feel more manageable. And I think in these times of global chaos, Anything that we can do to feel more manageable? Yes, please. (laughs) Hand raised, right? All right, the next um, piece that I want to talk about is our basal ganglia. This is the section in our brain that grooves patterns. So much of our day-to-day decisions run on autopilot. So they're just kind of like, if you think about a car knowing the way to go, like if you tend to go to work in a very, like, similar way every single day, you don't even think about it anymore. That's an example of just running on autopilot, getting in and letting everything kind of follow into that patterned groove, even like brushing your teeth. It's not something that you really even think about anymore because that brain pattern has been grooved and you just can plug into it. Now, the cool thing is our prefrontal cortex, right? That's that Um, front part of our brain, that allows open space to create and problem solve. And for me as an entrepreneur, I really value this piece because we have to solve problems on a regular. And if we are content creators, being able to tap into that creative zone is so very important. If you're a writer, you know how important it is to be able to have fluid ideas coming through you and having that space to create and getting out of that fight or flight zone that we can often do when when that amygdala is getting hijacked for things that are unknown. It's not a fun place to be, but the creative space is a fun place to be. And that is something that I feel like many of us, myself included, are really pulled to developing more and more. So we can reduce decision-making. When we can do that, we open up more space to create and problem-solve. Isn't that cool? When we can reduce our decision-making, right, where we're really kind of pulling on those strings of the unknown, it opens up more space for creativity and problem solving. So this is also a reason that I'm a fan of minimalism. There are so many reasons why I'm a fan of minimalism, but this is also another one because having less means fewer decisions to make and focusing on the 20% of what makes the biggest impact is also another strategy versus frittering our time, energy, and precious decision-making resources and the 80% of fluff or fringe that isn't really making a significant contribution to our goals. And if it's not making a significant contribution, then it's not contributing to our happiness either. 
So isn't it more freeing to think about simplifying, to think about being able to run things through this decision-making matrix so we can come to a conclusion, make faster decisions, make confident decisions, right? No more second guessing. I love it. So here's the thing. We will always have to decide about something. Creating a system that you can plug into also helps that brain kind of like latch on to the known now, right? Because you're getting it into the habit of this system. And when you do that, it will help you eliminate fatigue, stress, anxiety, and procrastination. Amazing. So I've written this out in a two-page support printable, so you don't have to worry about taking notes. I should have said that in the beginning. But if you would like a copy of this decision-making matrix, these seven steps with fillable areas, I'll drop the link in the show notes. It's a free support printable that you can make a copy of and reuse as often as you like. The cool thing is once you get into the flow, you will be able to run through this fairly quickly. It's a great tool that you can use for any decision that you have to make. Of course, keep me in the loop. Let me know how it goes for you. I would love to really be your cheerleader to support your progress and to actually hold the space for you in this new system of even being able to make these fast and confident decisions. So um, I think one thing too that I wanna say as we're wrapping up here I think a really big part and opportunity to confident decision-making is self-trust. And I feel that when we can start to develop our self-trust muscle, things start to happen in a much more fluid way, in an easier way. Because all too often, what I see many people do is outsource their power by asking everybody and their Uncle Fred what they should do. And maybe you can relate to this, maybe you've fallen into this, or maybe you notice it with different um, friends and family members where they're not silencing the noise, they're not looking within, they're not trusting their heart wisdom, they're not really able to access that gut instinct, which we all have the capability to do. It's not reserved It's not magic, it's not woo, it's not only over here for the select few. It's something that you have the power to tune into. And I feel that once you start developing this practice, it is going to change things. It's going to help you stay in alignment, but it's also going to collect this internal power and allow you to tap into that on a daily basis versus looking outside of yourself for the answer. Because your answers affect you. Yes, of course, they have a ripple effect as well on your clients, friends, family. But the main thing is your ability to decipher, to say yes or no, you know, based on your instinct and intuition. And only you can do that for you. So I didn't want to make this episode without addressing that very, very important piece. Tools are awesome. I love tools. I think that they help us get out of our mind in a way that stops a story. It stops a perpetual downward spiral. And it helps us really tune into that left hemisphere of our brain 
so that we can open up the space for that creative side and let our right hemisphere kick in. So um, a lot of stuff here, and I hope that this was helpful for you. Like I said, if you want the decision-making matrix, um, head to the show notes and grab your free copy and let me know how it goes for you. Until next time, my friend, breathe joy. If this is interesting to you, then definitely grab that support printable with the link in the show notes. And also, I would love to hear from you. It's really fun to be able to get your feedback and to learn more about what you would like to listen to. But to rate and review the show, you can head on over to lovethepodcast.com slash brilliance. And Nopin AI from the U.S. shares five stars. Amazing, relatable, straight to the point, and value-packed. I love that because as you know, I am all about optimization and efficiency. So I appreciate you. I value your time. And it's really important to me to deliver no fluff stuff to you. So thank you so much for leaving feedback. And if you want to rate and review the show, it would mean a lot to me. You can head on over to lovethepodcast.com slash brilliance. Thank you.